Hawaii waves and getting everything lined up on the Possum Holler Express. Green light on the sled. The green flag on the track. Here comes the young man, the Possum Holler Express. Out of Chanute, Kansas. White doing a good job with it. Doing a fine job of it. <clears throat> We're going to start the show shortly, guys. I like to open up with some videos. White goes 320.87. 320.87. Not quite enough Anytime. to put him in the lead. Watch. Puts him oh, in number two. You've seen it right off the line there. The tractor kicked to the left. Uh, he had to hit that right break and line it back out. Stone, so that may have been the difference Watch right there. That may have cost him the six feet he needed. But still a fine run for Mr. Wyatt Williamson. The Possum Holler Express. He's got his helmet off. Give that young man a round of applause right there, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there was a sign of life, but trying to see what's going on with Captain Hook here. Oh, Captain Hook going to make the call here. Derek Sarton out of Stark City, Missouri, calls the tractor Captain Hook 2. Super Another different combination here. Big block Chevrolet with twin turbo. I'm different all the way down the track. Hey, Russ, how are you? Pierce, Nebraska's checking in. After this tractor, we're going to do a short break. Take our quick intermission, get the track switched over. Chuck Hobbs checking in from Harmony. Going to have about 15 minutes total. Jerome, you watch the show every Until week. Until we're back to last team. Kurzdana, Kurzdana from St. Louis, Nebraska. Is there some, where is St. Louis, Nebraska at? First outlaw poll of the year, guys. Monet, Missouri. <clears throat> I think it's Monet. Monet, maybe. I'll ask Ron when he gets on. June 2nd and 3rd. This is Captain Hook. Captain this Hook, too, getting the chain year. tightened up and ready to go. 
Brandon, we're live, so behave. Is this Mon is it Monette, Missouri, or Monet, Missouri? How do you say that? Okay. Here we go, the twin turbocharged Chevrolet. He's hopping and he's popping, but he showed no signs of stopping. 319 and 74 for the Captain Hook. 319 and. Holcomb, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Yeah. We're live, so behave. I, I want you to know that. So. No, I had to Is turn it? my volume up because it was muted, but I'm getting it figured out. I just always open up the show before Ron gets on with some videos. This is from Mountain City, Missouri. One, you keep promoting outlaw pulling.tv. And then um, the first poll of the year, is it Monet, Missouri, or is it Monet, Missouri? Do you know? Uh, Monet, Missouri, I believe is what we all call it anyway. So I made a Facebook reel today, and I said Monet, and I tried to be all French. like I, I liked it. I thought it was better than Monet. So. Yeah, I mean, I will. Uh, what I'm going to do is when, when we're down there, I'm going to swing into the city hall and say, hey, can I just – you know, can I call it Monet, Missouri, kind of a thing, have a little fun with it? So. John Comstech says, you better discuss HE and N2O tonight with Brandon Holcomb. What is, what's NE? Is that, yeah, what's H, is that big, helium? Uh, uh, yeah, we've been, we've been giving some of the uh, ProMod pickup guys heck about putting helium in their tires and that they're all running uh, nitrous. It's been a, been a long running Facebook gig with most of them. So when I see you and like going back with like uh, old Charlie Miller and all those knuckleheads, yeah, Claypool yeah. and all those guys, yeah, good group of guys keeps uh, keeps the winter blues down that way. Yeah. Oh crap, Ron's on. I got to be professional now. So are we live already? Of course we are. We're we're sharing videos <sighs> from uh, Mountain City, Kansas. I like to open up the show. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Open up the show with some video here, and then Brandon came on and. Ron, I want to officially announce that we're going to change it from Monet, Missouri, to Monet. I just I think Monet that. will be better with marketing. I caught that. I'm not sure if, if they'll go for that. But. And you, but you're kind of a big deal, Ron. If you could, like, you know, like call them on behalf of the outlaws. You know, we'd like to we think it'll do better for marketing. So. I'll, I'll put that call into the Monet Chamber of Commerce tomorrow. <laughs> it's Monet, Ron. It's Monet. Oh, got you. I, got I, you. I mean, if we're... You're not going to be on my side. Just tell me now. All right. All right. I'm, I'm fully on board. I see Jerry Setter is already. I figured Jerry would be tuning in tonight, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, when him and, and some some of the few others chime in, you just never know what it's going to be. I, so I'm trying to prepare myself. I invited them. I encouraged them to be themselves tonight earlier with my Facebook. <laughs> oh, group. That's, that's not good. That'll get us kicked off the air. So real quick, Ron, how did that work again? Titan donated and then the Outlaws donated, or how did that work again with the FFAs? Or the Outlaws Young Guns uh, put up $500 and for each, and the Titan Tire Maker Goodyear Farm Tires actually matched that amount to send $1,000 to each state's FFA program that uh, where we pulled. So Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, Iowa. All those states received a thousand dollar check from Outlaws and the Young Guns and Titan Tire. Have you heard? Is are they? Is that has that been kicked around yet? Have you heard anything like that? If they're going to do something like that this year, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not sure. I haven't. Uh, 
Uh, I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, it's possible we may be doing something again. I'm not sure. Um, you know, obviously we just had uh, Case and Patch on. He's one of the chairpersons for uh, the Young Guns, and we should have asked him that when we had him on deck on it. Yep. Um, see, just Eric, really, really proud what we're doing with the with the Young Guns guys um, and Titan Tires. T-shirt. Go out here, get you something deep. Phenomenal. Just Take a pause for the calls, whatever you need. Of course, this is a hometown pull of Paddocks who um, they have two 4.1 limited pros. They're awesome people. Here's the, um, I'm going to share our opening video and then I'll, I'll actually introduce the show, but here's the, the outlaw young guns and we're all on a chat uh, with Dave, Ron and all the young guns. I've been asking them to send me videos, Brandon. And this is what I, they did send me three more. I've been doing my real job for a couple of days. Um, I'll work on that later tonight, but here's what I got so far. Just a couple of sent in, but the goal is to have all of them. I think this will be kind of cool, guys, when it's done. Hi, I'm Taryn Beck, and I'm an outlaw young gun. I'm Casey Petch, and I'm an outlaw young gun. Hi, my name is Jamie Yonke, and I'm proud to be an outlaw young gun. My name is Sydney Summers, and I'm an outlaw young gun. Now, I know Ron doesn't like my music and Dave Nelson, but... I, I need to get some licenses, Brandon, because every time we do stuff, I get in trouble. So, um, and Ron's like, "Oh, Jason, I got these licenses. We won't get in trouble anymore." And uh, I get in trouble all the time. Yeah, it's crazy because I actually pay for those subscriptions. So these yeah. Facebook and some of them aren't so particular, but some are real particular, and you have to show these, and you have to show them over and over because some of these, some of this license work actually, they may have several different companies representing them. You have one company hit you, and then another one will hit you for the same song or the same tune. So yep. you're constantly having to show this license, and it's a pain in the behind, honestly. But well, let me. I'm gonna play our video, and then uh, we'll start the show officially, guys. So hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Let us know where you're watching from tonight. Please type in the comments. Um, on a scale of, it, rank us by our looks. I, I just type in the comments. If Ron's the prettiest, put Ron one. Wait a minute, I had to take my hat off then. If Brandon's second prettiest, put Brandon two and me third. I, I know my role. As you can see, I am the co-host of Outlawed Live. Um, and put, please put that in the comments. We want to have some fun tonight. Serious tech stuff is always serious, but Brandon always, we make it fun. And Brandon's always- Jason, you always wanted to run your fingers through my hair, admit it. <laughs> I'm not drinking Tito's tonight, Ron, so. but I could shortly here. Myself, Ron Stone, my co-host Jason Schultz, and tonight's special guest, 
the tech guy, the uh, competition director. That's your title, isn't it, Brandon? Uh, I've got several titles, I'm afraid. But, yeah, competition director, I do a lot of the Missouri shows and a few of the Southern Iowa shows. And then uh, executive director of the tech department, uh, kind of help Brian out with, with some of the, the rules and getting a little bit extra tech staff and things like that. So, like all of us, we wear a lot of hats, but uh, we're a good family and we're getting along pretty good here. And as you can see in those videos, we've got some awesome things going on and more awesome things coming. So Brandon Holcomb with uh, the Outlaws uh, Competition Director on hand tonight to answer all your questions you've ever wanted to ask about tech. Yeah, we're going to put you on the spot here. Uh, we might have to. We might have to make it. We might have to phone a friend or something here in a little bit. Special three-hour edition tonight, uh, Brandon. Just. Uh, Forgot to tell you that earlier. No, I'm kidding. Awesome. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep the show. At- hey, Brandon. See, when Ron gets lippy, I can just do that because I. Run- you know how can we do that during a show, Jason? Is there any Maybe way we can? It's like, oh, what? Ron must have bad internet. I don't know what happened, and then, and then I'm like, oh, look, Ron's got better internet He's again. Back. So, we got to quit talking about him now. Actually, See, I just kind the of thing is, I just stepped on it a little bit because I just gave Ron control of the show too. Yeah. Oh, what happened there? What happened, Brandon? What happened? Hey, hey, this is this is actually Jason. Do you remember the time the batteries disappeared out of the mic at Gordyville? We I actually shut Jason off for a short time. Yeah. So I will. Uh, I think the statute of limitations have wore off on that, Ron. But if you don't mind, can I tell that story real quick, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Ron. Do you care? No. no go ahead. So um, it's, it involves drinking a lot, and um, there's. Gordyville, Gordyville special. It's like this winter pool. It's in a, it's in a horse barn in the middle of Illinois. And uh, Saturday, there's this little bar that's connected, Ron. And uh, between <laughs> sessions on Saturday afternoon, I went over there and we got into this competition of doing fireball shots. Oh, and I, I'm like when I, you you've drank with me, Ron. It's all or nothing, right? So uh, yeah. I did about 15 shots of Fireball and thinking I feel good, and I started drinking a bunch of water. And I went back over to announce Saturday night, and they uh, Amy Joe Estes and them and Clint took the batteries out of the wireless mic, and then told me we were out of batteries, and I need to go find batteries because. <laughs> uh, well, I actually did start announcing a little bit, and then they realized I probably shouldn't be announcing, and I went out on the track and tried to interview somebody and almost fell off the pro stock. So. This is years ago. I still haven't lived it down because, like, uh, Kevin Schmucker said something to me at Louisville. He's like, wow, Jason, you've came a long ways from that drunk announcer guy at Gordyville. I'm like, well, yeah, you know. And a couple other guys haven't forgiven me. That's a good, like, 15 years ago now, but it's still fun. It's still fun. Things don't go away in this sport. They seem to stick around. Yeah. uh, But, um, yeah, I don't drink and announce anymore. It doesn't – it does not work for Jason. Not a good combo. No. uh, But – Real quick, that's the first time I ever got announced with Butch Krieger, and I was so scared because I'm like, this is freaking Butch Krieger. He gets up there. He looks up, and he goes, they tell me you're fun, and I didn't. I kind of went, uh, okay. He's like, where's the shine? And I said, I got it right here. <laughs> and we start drinking shine. So, so Butch Krieger and I, I got to drink with Butchie, and that was I thought nice. that was really cool. But as an outlaw announcer, I've never, ever had a drink at an outlaw show because I learned from those earlier years. I really did. So Because people – um, you think you're – you think you're okay, but you're not, you know, you're not. So anyway, enough about me. Let's get back to Brandon, Brandon Holcomb. I'm Brandon Holcomb. Uh, um, Brandon, uh, what's new with the outlaws this year? What uh, that you're going to be policing or, or 
what's coming up? Uh, just give us the skinny. Well, you know, it's it's been somewhat of a quiet winter. Uh, the rules meetings, you know, they weren't uh, any big earth shattering changes or anything like that. Uh, I just kind of jotted down a few of them here because as I'm getting older here, my memory is not quite as good as it used to be. But uh, light limited pro stock class, the 466 class, uh, we did uh, go ahead and allow them to run recast heads this year, uh, but not for points. They can run for purse money, but but no points money this year or anything like that. Uh, we did a little name changing on a couple classes. What has been kind of the, the national class of light super stocks, I guess you could say out east. Uh, we always called the unlimited supers around here. Well, with the footprint that we're starting to make in the Poland world, you know, further and further away every year, we had some guys getting confused. You know, we had light super guys calling and saying, hey, do I have to weigh 8,000 pounds or 8,200 pounds, you know, whatever. So we decided this year to take the uh, unlimited super class and call it a light super class. And because the rules line up with, you know, everybody else's light super classes from pretty well coast to coast. Uh, the light super class that we had that had the ag chassis rear ends. We still call those light super stock, but it'll be the, the ag chassis class. Uh, so a little bit of change there. And that's going to be uh, confusing for Ron for a while to remember all that. It's, it's not confusing for me. I'm not a fan of that. I'll be honest with you, but. Uh, oh, uh, something happened to Ron, Brandon. He, I, we, uh, oh, we, we shut oh him off he's again. back. <laughs> I thought we lost you, Ron. I thought we lost you. No, I, oh, I, it's, it, it, it's more confusing for, honestly, for promoters and things like that and some of the fans oh. than it is. I mean, you know, I know it's light super stock ag and light super stock, but um, honestly, if I put my marketing hat on, I still like unlimited light super mm -hmm. uh, myself. That's, you know what, Ron, I'm you know, sorry I... I'm yeah. sorry you lost internet there for a few seconds. I'd like to retract <laughs> that. Um, I never, I never thought of it from like your point of view, sitting down with promoters. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I it's because yeah. they they still get a little confused by it. And they're like, now what? You know, and they still ask for the unlimited class, and I know what they're asking for. Um, I know what they're asking for when they ask for the light super stock, um, but it is a little confusing to them. And uh, do they ever just say, "I want that class that Ulmer wins every time"? <laughs> the one Almer's in, yeah, I get that. Yeah, well, you want all of them. <laughs> no, I'd say they do get that. Yeah, whatever that class is at Almer's in. You know? Brandon, um, Brandon, I'd like to make the first agenda item for next year's rules meeting. Oh, I would oh, like to I'll make a note right now. Okay, please get it. Can you show me your pen? Because I want to know how serious you are. Hold I've up got a pen. sharpie, but that's all I can reach. I want just the Almer open class. The all Ulmer the Almer's in one class. class, and then you get together with your people. And like figure out how much the mod should weigh versus the super versus the mini rod versus seriously i think that would ron you could sell that class stone the, the Ulmer mafia shootout yeah. dude <laughs> i tell you we need something kind of a kind of a gimmicky kind of thing that could be fun that might make the Ulmer christmas a little interesting when they all sit down at dinner at the end of the year though <laughs> oh i love it all right and the question everybody really wants to know brandon is is Eric Claypool running nitrous oxide? We we decided to let him. He struggled so much the last few years. And we told him where to put it at Louisville. And if you notice, he put it in Joe's tire. And yeah. he's still learning. He, he's kind of a slow learner, I think. But we'll get him there. Charlie Miller's been coaching him some. Uh, so I, I think we'll get him there eventually. So he knows to put it in the bottles and not the tires. Yeah, that's. I, I wonder what happened there. That makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, 
Um, I, I know a lot of people ask this question, and I've heard this question. I've, I've passed it off to you a few times over the offseason. Is the Clutch Can SFI certification? You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, starting in uh, 2024, uh, so it doesn't actually go into effect to 24, but I am going to say probably get on it now because I know a lot of the clutch can manufacturers are going to be behind on all this. But anyway, in 2024, insurance is going to require all clutch cans to have uh, the expiration date on them. And that will be at the manufacturer's discretion. So if somebody certifies their can for two years, you've got to have a certified every two years. If it's, you know, if it's only got a one year date on it, it's only good for a year, but those dates have to be up uh and and be non-expired and that will be in in every class that has a clutch can i'm going to think you know with the way things are going with all this safety things we're going to see a lot more of this coming down the pipe uh and maybe some other organizations too so that's why i say you know get ahead of the game get them certified now if yours is up this year if you've got it off right now and think you've got time get it sent off and get it back you know maybe good for two or three years so i think there's going to be a big rush of them probably in about november december of, of this fall i bet i bet yeah i asked that question because i know some people were kind of panicking thinking it was going into effect this year sure uh so to get that out there but i mean is that something that you've noticed in in, in your years being in a sport the insurance companies getting more and more involved they are every year. Uh, they are. They're they're watching us closer and closer. And you know that's why we harp on guys so much about you know get your gloves on, get your neck brace on. It, it's not that we're you know it's not that we're out to get you, but we're being watched too. You know, and we've all got to get along. And and it's not just the outlaws. It's not just any one organization. You know, we're all being watched right now. And and we we've got to work together to keep this safety standard up to where it needs to be and and maybe even exceed it so we you know we we set a good footprint that we're out here trying to get ahead of the game you ever uh i know i you know, i've been around the sport for quite a few years and i was a i've been a promoter still am a promoter uh i was i started an organization in kansas and you know smaller organization but do you cringe sometimes when you see some some events say may uh, maybe on Facebook or something and you see a definite safety issue where the crowd's too close. Do you get that? You see that? And see, oh oh yeah. God. Yeah. And, and usually I start getting text messages and phone calls. Hey, did you see this video? Or did you see this video? I was like, yeah, I, I did. And I'm really glad there's not an outlaw logo on some of that stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I mean it, and, and it's up to all of us as tech guys, because you know, there's, it's not always the polar, you know, you, you get nervous, you get on your tractor, you get out there, you forget your neck collar. You know, just walk up there and tell him, you know, hey, you know, get it on, you know, just kind of signal and, and they'll put it on 100% of the time. It's not that anybody's trying to, you know, get above this or anything like that. It's just we we haven't been maybe real pushy in this area in the past. And now we're going to have to be more and more as time goes on. That's something that people need to realize, too, is when there's an accident somewhere and somebody gets hurt or something, you know, that affects all of us, uh, you know, all of us pullers and organizations that have the insurance because all those insurance companies look at that, you know, it's, it affects all of us when there's an accident like that, but. Well, and, and you know, insurance is one big thing. And the other big thing is too, I mean, uh, the number one thing is we want nobody hurt. You know, we want no competitors, no staff, no fans. And, you know, every year we're finding more horsepower and we're finding better tires to hook to the track and, and we're finding weak spots in drive lines and things mm -hmm. like that, that we never knew existed. And, and all of that, you know, it, it's a, burr in your butt because you've got to fix your tractor but where did that part go that flew off of it you know who right. who did it hit or who did it could potentially have hit or something like that so we've got to be right. watching all angles 
Yeah, I, you know that you mentioning that uh, was uh, Gordyville last last year uh, when the uh, New Holland tractor uh, mm-hmm. chucked the motor out from uh, between the frame rails. There, I mean that that's one of those that we kind of dodged a bullet on, but all the organizations were on point and addressed that immediately. Um, what what all was done after that that accident happened? Now, no one was hurt in that accident. But what all was done as far as the cable rules after that accident happened? Well, we we immediately uh, and, you know, Larry Richwine kind of headed it off. And, and then I talked to, to John Mears about it. And so we all three took it at the same time. But we, you know, we made him run, start running either two cables with four clamps apiece or the new uh, rated cable that's got a tag on it and everything. So we had that within, you know, within days, that rule was in effect because we knew that we knew there was an issue out there and it needed to be addressed immediately. Now, did you watch, uh, did you see any of the highlights from not to single out a pull? Cause this could happen anywhere. The highlights from this past weekend and say uh, the pull in uh, Pennsylvania. Yep. Yep. Did, did you see the front tire pop off of that tractor and just about, go over the, the barrier. I did. I did. So what are your thoughts on, I mean, we talk about it every once in a while, tethers and things like that. What are your thoughts on that? I, I think at some point in time, it's going to be like the clutch can. I think we're going to be forced to go to some kind of a, a tethering system on the wheels like that, because it, it seems like it, that comes and goes in twos and threes. You know, you'll see it happen two or three times. Everybody starts talking about it. And then for a while it's quiet and then it kind of just goes away. But I think it's going to probably show up one of these days and stay until we do something about it. Uh, you know, I know uh, some of the other motorsports are already using things like that. Uh, yeah. So I, I could see it coming down the pipeline, you know, probably in the near future. I'm going to say next year or two, probably. Or yeah, possibly I, anyway. I have to admit that's one of my the things I think about probably more than anything else these days. And with the wheel, some of the wheel speeds that we're starting to turn, uh, you know, not talking about the front tires on a tractor, but the rear tires, you know, because you know, an object in motion will remain in motion, you know, and uh, yep. that's something I think down down the road, I think definitely we're going to look at. It sure. And I think I'm um, back to, you know, the videos from the last weekend or two, you know, there was a, an engine block crack, actually a couple engine blocks crack over the weekend. And, and I noticed that, you know, with the new cabling system and everything, we didn't have the catastrophic scattering on the track that we'd had in the past so it just goes to show that you know what we're all doing to work together is is pointing everything in the right direction yeah i think jason's showing that uh will that tire come off there and somebody else had posted a video you could see it just bounce off the top edge of the barrier there and it bounced back on the track but there was a few people that was starting to 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 get out of the way but some of the others were were just kind of sitting there hanging out but we had one come off one time we were up in Iowa. It's been years ago and it didn't head toward anybody, but it headed toward right toward Rodney Crumb and Rodney stepped out of the road and it landed right on top of his computer that he was doing results <laughs> on. So he had to go back to the van and find another computer because it just demolished it, which we laugh about it now. And, you know, it, it could have been a lot worse and we were worried at the time, but it was just ironic where it exactly landed. Yeah. There was uh at Lufkin last, last season, Lufkin, Texas, there's that, video of that that a little bit scary there you see a couple people were getting ready to take off Yo. but uh yeah down at lufkin uh two-wheel drive uh dustin corliss's two-wheel drive lost the front tire came down pretty hard it wasn't moving really fast you know but still that you know that object is in motion 
And there was a few people down by the production trailer off to the side and they were sitting in those canvas chairs, you know, and they weren't jumping up right away. And I had to be there and I was like, get up, get up, get up. And it kind of went through there like a bowling ball hitting the pins, you know, in those chairs, those empty chairs. But um, it wasn't moving real fast, but but still, you know, once when they are moving pretty good clip, they could, they could definitely hurt somebody. Yeah, the weight that they are, I mean, they're not that heavy, but when they're coming at you at your chest at 20 mile an hour, they're definitely going to feel heavy if they make contact. So, yeah, there's another view. Oh, that's just a fan view there. Whew. Yeah, that wouldn't be like catching a baseball at a at a baseball game. That, uh, I think you can grab one of those. And, and you know, dampener pulleys on these engines are, aren't much different than that either. You know, I, I've been on some guys that, you know, said, hey, you know, let's let's try to get this tightened up a little bit in here. And everybody's like, you know, I've had guys say, well, that's not going to come off. Well, I beg <laughs> to differ. I've actually had two of them come off in the past, one of them on a, a diesel pickup one time. And, and it went past me. I was flagging. It went past me up to the guardrail. We had concrete guardrails. And that thing spun up the banner and actually – put a black mark in the banner to the very top and then lost momentum and fell down. But if we hadn't had the banner there, you know, that very easily could have been in somebody's lap or something like that. So that's why, that's why I preach pretty hard on the, on the dampener pulley guards and everything too. Yeah. The, the, that, that won't happen. Those guys, I mean, yeah, it definitely can happen and it does yeah. happen. So, uh, but Brandon, let's talk about you a little bit. I mean, how did you get into pulling? You know, how, what year was that? And, uh, actually, I was going through a box of stuff. Uh, oh, I don't know. It's been quite a while back. And I actually found the first trophy that I'd ever won tractor pulling. And I, I would have been exactly 10 years old uh, when, I, when I pulled my first tractor. It was a B. John Deere. And we was pulling some antique and classic around home. Uh, kind of what got me, I guess, into that, you know, into the tractor side of it. Of course, I, I was born and raised on a farm. And, and my dad had a, a diesel repair shop. I worked on tractors and everything. And that that's where I was my daycare. I, I never, as far as I know, my parents never paid a babysitter the whole time of my life. I, I grew up in, in dad's shop and I had a little cot underneath the, the uh, counter up front. And that's where I took my naps and everything at. So I, I've just been around this forever and I, I guess I don't know any better. And, and I always liked the, you know, the horsepower part of it is dad had turned a tractor up or put a bigger turbo on it for somebody, you know, and that was just always a, a fascinating thing for me. So that led into, you know, I guess where I'm at today, uh, I've had a few tractors. Uh, my brother and I bought a, a heavy non-turbo tractor when I was in, I was still in high school at that time. And we ran it for a few years and then I, I had two or three turbo tractors, nothing, nothing big or anything at a, a couple of hot farms or pro farms for around here. But Kind of got away from that and, and got into helping do some tech and promoting polls and things like that. And and actually for me that that had more interest to me than than driving one down the track and, and trying to keep the dang thing going. So I've been oh, I ran some local organizations off and on for several years and did some things for them. And then uh, 2015, I guess, is when I, I started helping uh, you know PPL quite a bit and uh Made a lot of friends doing that. Made a lot of connections. Uh, got to see a, a lot of places. You know, did a did a lot of shows in Missouri, but you know, went as far as New York and and things like that too. So, still have the utmost respect for John and Christy and everybody involved. I, I still consider them great friends, and and we talk quite often about different things. Uh, my my businesses were growing closer to home, and I just couldn't be away any longer. So I had to do something that put me a little bit closer to home, and and. I, between PPL and Outlaw, I was out of it for about a year, year and a half, and I, I really, really started missing it. So I, 
you know, took the position and, and it's fit me really well. And, and you know, we've got a lot of great people on staff, so I don't feel like I have to work real hard because we're surrounded by so many good people. Um, yeah, you, you've, you're pretty well respected. I mean, throughout the Midwest, I mean, all the pullers, you know, really like you and you're respected by them. So, I mean, it's, it's great to have you in the, in that role where you're at, uh, you know, with all having the respect that you have from all the pullers. So, uh, and we just had a, a message on here. Can you see the messages, Brandon? Yep, I can see that one. Yep. Okay. Mark Ham's asking about the semi-class. I was going to mention that tonight. I, I appreciate you putting in the work on uh, the rules for that class uh, for this year, for this upcoming season. But I don't know if I've seen the rules for the old semi-class. Uh, have you seen the rules for the prior semi-class? No, you know, and, and when you and I, you know, worked on that and, and talked to some guys about it, it, it was really hard to find a set of rules that, you know, weren't a pro stock or a, a super stock semi-class. But, you know, we, we had some people showing interest in more of a, I don't want to call it a street stock because these are, you know, these are going to be, 12 to 1500 horse semis. Uh, but for 23, our rules are probably not going to be set in stone. Uh, we've got a group of guys that, you know, want to try this, uh, want to see what we can do. So we're going to try some different turbo combinations. We're going to try some different hitch height and things like that for 23, kind of get a feel for it and, and see what we can do. And then we're going to sit down this fall when we go uh, to the rules meetings and, and we'll have a little, you know, clean them up a little bit, have a firmer set of rules going into the future with it. Yeah, of course, um, you're, you're speaking to hitch heights, different differences in hitch heights, and you're talking about running different uh power adders like uh, water injection or air over water, intercoolers, things like that. And that's where we would adjust the hitch mm -hmm. height. Uh, but I know I we went uh, back and forth and you kept submitting rules to uh, the insurance folks and things like that to get them approved. And uh, it's quite the process actually, you know, to get it done. But I'm hearing a lot of positive feedback, getting a lot of semi-pullers messaging me. Uh, from around the Midwest that uh, want to get involved. So, and for those of you that don't know what it is, I'm not sure what the old rule for the outlaws was. I think the turbo size was probably a little bigger, um, but nobody really had a, a turbo uh, in the Midwest, I should say, uh, a limited pro stock style that put a limitation on the turbo. NTPA has a pro stock, but there's no limit on the turbocharger. Uh, right, right. We wanted to put a limit on that because there was some guys around that were racing and doing some pulling running uh, four one chargers and some running a four or five charger. So uh, if I remember right, we set the limit at four, six. Was that yeah, right? yeah, yeah, four, six uh, on that. And, you know, if slotted or smooth, either one, that's just one of the things we're going to kind of play with this year to see how, you know, how, how everything works out. And, and I think the, you know, the group of guys we've got that are wanting to do this this year, they want it and they understand that, you know, we're probably going to have to change some things maybe as the season goes on or, or take – hitchhike away from somebody we didn't or something like that, but it's going to give us a feel. It's going to be a good experiment for us this year, I think. Yeah, it will be a nice addition, I think. Uh, you know, a little more variety to add to some of the shows. Rock Valley, Iowa just picked up uh, the semi-class uh, for their show, so um, actually have six, uh, and I'm talking to a couple more events about adding them as well. I think uh, Platte City, Missouri may add them, and Montgomery City's thinking about it, so uh, could have eight hooks for that class come out in their first season but um what's uh some of your your greatest memories in pulling brandon the stuff that you can uh, oh man it's there's there's been a lot of them i mean i think you know i think the main thing is for me 
and why I missed it so much is just the, the, the friendship and the family aspect of it. I mean, you know, just I couldn't make it to Louisville this year. So, you know, a bunch of us got together and pullers from both sides and everything. And, and we just had a good weekend with it. And, you know, it's things like that, that, that you'll never get rid of whether you're still in the sport or not. Uh, and that's what I, I love about this young gun thing, you know, bringing those kids in here so they can share that same thing. And, you know, we've got a lot of legends still pulling with us. And I think it's awesome for these kids to be able to come in here and, and pull and learn from those legends like that, you know, because we're, none of us are getting younger in this sport and we've got to have those young ones come in like that. So, you know, I, I never thought in a million years that I, I would be friends with, you know, guys like Kevin Masterson and, and Dennis and Brian Traumick and Esden Lane and things like that. You know, I mean, I watched all those guys when I was a kid and I Jason just, Schultz. fascinated by him. Yeah. I mean, that, that is a very, very, very good thing. And one of these days I'm going to get his autograph, you know, like tattooed on my body permanently. Well, I'm kind of a big deal, Brandon. I stay pretty kind humble. Of, no kind of about it, really. Um, but I like to, you know, I'll step, I'll step it up when I need to, Brandon. I'll step it up when I need to. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me throw this up there. Oh, just show that there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I know my role. I know my role. I Jason, I think that's Ron's other Facebook account name. Actually. I do. Oh, <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> you can, uh, I used to have two Jason yeah. Schultzes because, and I got in trouble during the election because um, you they stop you at 5,000 friends. I thought, well, hell, I'm just going to set up another Jason Schultz. Well, then uh, during the elections, that's when all the fraud or whatever was supposed to be going on. And, you know, they were buying the ads and they accused me of, uh, of doing that. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to promote truck and tractor pulling. So everybody's like, why did you unfriend me on Facebook? I'm like, because I had to. So that's, <laughs> now they have followers. So it's all good. Not one pretty face on the, that hurts, Ron. That hurts. That that's that's one of our super fans. That's rest up. Well, no, he is the super fan. Okay, Brandon, <clears throat> this is something, and Ron and I've been kicking this around. Um, you know, we've been we've been having fun with the Omer Mafia, and I think the Medin Militia that really didn't stick like the Omer Mafia did. But we have the young guns. I I want a term, or we, Ron and I, want a term for the fans. You know, they're not groupies because that's rock stars and cocaine. And I don't think Kurt would go for that. Um, but like, what, like, what are the, I mean, the outlaw nation, I mean, I want to have something so we can kind of rally that from a marketing standpoint. So Ron, when Ron grabs the mic, hello, outlaw. I, I don't, what's the word I'm, I don't know. I need to, maybe. Well, that, I, I don't know. Idea. I'd have to think about that one. There's a, there's a lot of words we could use that may not be exactly like, what we need to be saying. So kind yeah. of like thing. Well, so we got to get- keep it clean. I want to get decals made, and I think people would wear T-shirts. I mean, I really think it could be something, um, you know, like like a fandom. You know, like you're a fan of the Green Bay Packers or the Kansas right. City Chiefs or something like that. I'm an outlaw truck and tractor pulling fan. Something to represent. Ron and I, we've been kicking it around. I've been wanting to ask that Jason is full of number two. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jer. Uh you know, the outlaw nation thing, I've used that loosely a few times, you know, uh, on some of the Facebook posts. And I, th- I think we can, Ron. I mean, I, but I'd like to, I'd like to have the people kind of pick it, the people pick it, if you know what I'm saying, what the yeah. what we want to call them. Hey, where did, did I mean, I, you, Holcomb, you know where Workman's Tractor went. Is it staying 5.0 or is it going up? It, uh, I don't know 100%. I seen the engine for sale the other yep. day already. So I'm, okay. I'm assuming it's going to have a, a bigger turbo on it and everything. Okay. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, Dusty and Courtney Berry has a suggestion. The Outlaw Kingdom. 
That's got a little um, David Koresh in it. I'm a little scared of that. Waco, still still some bad memories when the, when the National Guard had to come in. You know, the Chiefs used that in Kansas City. The Chiefs' kingdom, they used that. But, oh, okay. Well, I don't want to copy that. Uh, Russell Dossel, Outlaw Rebel. I like, I like Outlaw Nation, but I think that's too general. But maybe not. I don't know. Um, um, Russell's saying Nation. Russell likes Outlaw Nation. Yeah. What's another word for groupie? That's not naughty. Um, mm. Let me let me run a, a chat GPT search here. Didn't Ask Jerry Cedric. Like, didn't they call them roadies when they used to chase all the the concerts up and down the road and everything? Yeah. Those are groupies. Groupies, yeah. That's. Uh, I think roadies were the ones that actually helped set things up and tear that things down. Be, that would that would be us. Then that would be Will Mons and guys like Will. Well, I'm a roadie too, then. Yeah, you definitely are, Ron. You are. Uh, enthusiast, fan, admirer, junkie, aficionado, supporter, follower, devotee. Those are some of the words at, on, on the line, online here. Thesaurus. Companions, company. I don't think outlaw companions probably fits very well. Nope. No companions. That's not, we're not companions. <laughs> oh, shoot. Anyway. Outlaw fam, something. I just, somebody think of something and message Ron or I. Posse, Tim Skelton says outlaw mm -hmm. posse. Now the outlaw thing has, I like the posse a little bit. Something to do with the, you know, when you think of an outlaw, you think of out, out West and the Cowboys and it'd be kind of fun to have a mascot sort of a thing with that. So these are ideas Ron and I just been kicking around, but we have a lot of loyal people that watch the show every Tuesday night and it's kind of fun to hear what they're thinking too. So Here we go. Here we go. This one's for, for Brandon. Uh, Tom, <laughs> I think Tom, yeah, I Tom. think that's more for Jason. <laughs> I went for um, I went for it. Somebody said I was too fat to reach into it, which is not true. I could reach it. I went for the air instead of the fuel. I should have went for fuel and air. But you guys, I slowed that down and I counted that in real real time. That was three and a half seconds. <clears throat> so I mean, from yeah, the time I start, you know, I I pulled the throttle back and I counted because in my mind. I mean, that was just going to go. It was in the pump, Brandon, when Tony tore it down, the little, the governor that regulates right. it, it just stuck wide open. Right. Well, I mean, no, between reaction time and, you know, even pulling your dump valve and things like that, I mean, you're still going to have some runtime there and everything. It's just, you know, for, for three and a half to four seconds, that's that's not bad at all. Yeah, you'll well, have to you know, a lot of damage can happen in three and a half or four seconds, too. Yeah, all of it happened, actually, the whole thing. <laughs> so it's all junk. But no, I, I I like Tom's question. And like today, I don't know if you guys saw that, but those guys sent me the video from um, the showstopper, John Deere out at Keystone. And I had made a video. They had test pass guys, set it in the sand. They reweighted the they reweighted the sled and then it just puked everything out the bottom of it. And then they did a, they actually sent me a video of what the damage was and it got the crank and everything. But there was a ton of blow by coming out of that tractor um, on its first pass. But stuff just gives up, you guys. I mean, it just does. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't, I mean, I talked to, like, I talked to Tony Brandon, my engine builder, and he, he, he thought he just wanted me to go for fuel instead of air. Like he wanted, and I reached for the wrong valve, the wrong levers first. I went for the dash instead of the ones right next to me, you know? So that had been the only thing that I maybe could have done differently, but I'm not a, Maybe. You guys know I'm not exactly like the best driver ever or anything like that. So it's a lot of fun. 
Well, you got a lot of things going on in a real short period of time there, so the guy doesn't really have time to think about it. And he, and I've never. I mean, I've had my pump run backwards before. I took it. I took it down to Meddings, um, like an eighteen. And I've had a turbo, like I've had the turbo shaft just break, mm-hmm. like just snap in half, like at a hundred feet before, and then the guillotine shuts and all that goes through the motor. Uh, but that was my that was my first catastrophic one. I hope it's my last. So, and not because I quit pulling, but because. <laughs> so. Well, you're you're increasing your chances of of catastrophic engine failures by the class that you're you're going to go into. You know this, right? But no, my singer promised me that mine will not blow up. So. <laughs> Did he give you know, a full? Is he given a full warranty then? No, he said I have. What's, I have the my singer taillight guarantee. He said. So. <laughs> I was gonna say the he might get a, a lot of business out there. My. <laughs> My tractor is going to follow his into the trailer and it's going to go home. So the taillight's going to follow it. So it's all good. So That's, That sounds more like a biker game, Russell. At, uh, yeah, the, the disciples. The little disciples. <laughs> Sideliners. Um, Brandon, that's one thing I wanted to ask you tonight was, yeah, there's there's the big three. There's the PPL, the NTPA, and then, of course, the outlaws. But the, the amount of talk, talking that you guys do behind the scenes and like really do daily um, – and, and to see kind of everybody working together at Louisville, Marvin, the new Marvin Epperson, the new NTPA director was out there. Um, and he was, he was in broadband with John, you know what I mean? And Dave Nelson was in there. So you had all three of them kind of represent, but I do know you guys talk a lot. Can you, I really want the pullers. I really want the fans to know that Brandon, that it's not like it's just, well, this is the outlaw organization. This is what we do. Screw everybody else. Cause it's not like right. that all you guys truly, there are some classes that have, uh, for the lack of better terminology, pigeonhole themselves like an outlaw super farm can't go anywhere else mm-hmm. and run super farm right. with the current setup. Um, when I wasn't involved with the outlaws, I really questioned that. I really did, you know, because I'd sit there and read pull off and see all that stuff. But when you look at some of the foresight of what the 5 class has done, right, Brandon and Ron, now that's gonna, that's going to be a nationwide class. Um, yep. The mods. The outlaw mods are the coolest thing going because you you see a lot of comments on question. And don't get me wrong. I love Brett Berg and 12,000 horse and Chuck Knapp with screwed rollers. That is like top fuel dragster type stuff, right? Yeah. But to have numbers and for Ron to sell a show, the diversity that the light mod and the outlaw class offers with, and I'm not a motor guy. I You could have a Hemi sitting in front of me and it could say Hemi on the side of it. And I'd be like, uh, Ron, what is that? Either that old juice, that's a Hemi or a Rodak. I don't know any of that stuff. And I just, I'll never learn it. I don't take the time to do that stuff. But the diversity in the outlaw class with Ulmers, with the stair step Chevys, you know, to win a points championship in 2023 with that, you know, against River Rat, with the Hemis, you know, and the turbines and all that different stuff like that. It's neat, Brandon. And I hope, I hope you can keep it that way. I really, really do. Um, yeah, well, there, there's actually point. starting to be some interest shown from some other groups uh, on our mod rules. I've actually had a conversation or two, uh, you know, of, of some other groups that are really interested in it because they've seen how it works for us. They've seen the diversity and, you know, it's kind of like the 5-0 class. I think that's great. You know, I mean, the more places that, that we have running the rules, the better it is for the, the sport in general. Because, like somebody said, um, I interviewed Dave Schreier last night. And uh, he made the comment there. Uh, I went to his house and it, you know, it was a very nice home, but it wasn't a mansion. I thought it'd be like a big mansion, the hill with the guarded gate and stuff like that. 
but he made the comment that let's say a sponsor came in and gave $10 million to the sport, then all the big money guys would go chase that $10 million. And the, the guy that couldn't afford it would still chase it, wanting to win that $10 million, but never would get it. And I've been thinking about that all day long. And um, why, why in pulling do we have this mentality that it's supposed to be for everybody? Do you know what I mean? Like, there isn't a hobby anywhere. Like, Brandon, if you don't, if you can't afford a pro stock, you build a damn hot farm and you go have fun in hot farm. And if you can't afford a hot farm, you pull an altered farm or a pro farm. Or if you right. can't build a four engine mod, you build a light mod. I don't quite know. True. I'm not saying, I'm not ripping on what Schreier was saying, but to that point, I want somebody to dump $10 million into the sport. Because, you know, you read all, why can't we be the, you know, why can't we have a crowd like the Gator Nationals did? If you guys saw Adam Kester's post, and he is on a, he is on a rant right now. I got to sit him down and see what's going on. <laughs> um, but he's supposed to come on our Let's Grow Pulling show. But I think we, I mean, the only way the sport's going to grow, guys, and and, um, and it's growing organically. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Brandon, you're seeing it. Ron, you're seeing it. I'm seeing it uh, just from a, from a pure numbers database. But the only way sports are going to grow, guys, is more money, more numbers, more eyeballs on the sport. That attracts more sponsors. That attracts more money. But where there's money, you're going to attract more competition. You know what I mean? And more people like that. And pullers, you I like the 5-0 class. If you're a 5-0 pro stock, you're always thinking, you know what? I kind of kind of want to be a big pro. Then you kind of go be a big pro for a couple of years. And you're kind of like, you know, I kind of want to be a 5-0 pro again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's that, there's that hot, you know, <clears throat> you, you just, you're never, if you're a trucker tractor puller, you're never satisfied. You're just not. And you just have to decide where you're at in your life, what you can afford and how much you want to travel. And, uh, you know, being a part of the outlaws is something I, I can run a big circuit and I can still go to a lot of different states and a lot of different polls and be at a national level event. You know what I mean? And that's what you kind of have to decide on what you want to do. Cause that's one of the questions I get a lot is like, why do you run with this group or why do you do this group or uh, different things like that? And I read something on pull off today about pullers need to unionize. Um, but pullers do, they can decide where they go, Brandon, right? Ron. Um, but yeah. nobody builds a pulling truck or a tractor to win money. Nobody. I don't get it. If you do. To uh, make money. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. To make money. You don't go, Hey, honey, you build it because honest to God, you you're, uh, you can write it off. Let's let's just be honest, right? You can write that thing off as advertiser. You can bury it in the farm account. Or you can bury it the trucking account or you can bury it somewhere. There's no secret about that, but it's your hobby. But as we get into it, then we start saying, well, why can't we make more money? Well, Brandon, you've been a promoter. Ron, you've been a promoter. You're a promoter. I've promoted stuff. Uh, guys, unless we're stuffing 10,000 people into these facilities at 20 bucks a you can't make any money as a promoter either without going and knock on every single door in your town. And it's not just pulling guys. Every motorsport is difficult like that. That's why we need the cases, the case IHs of the world and the whole Gannix thing that you guys got hooked up this year and all the sponsors that make it happen. It's awesome. The amount of stuff that's coming in and the money and the opportunity, you know, with the young gun program, that was Dave Nelson's, you know, baby. And he dreamed it up and Titan came along and bang. You know, and now that gave Titan something to latch onto. Otherwise, you're what a series sponsor or a class sponsor or something like that. But it gave it something unique. And I didn't mean to hijack uh, Brandon Holcomb tonight. Sorry, but I just 
<laughs> no, you're you're on. I mean, you're you're exactly right, Jason. And you know, I mean, every every polar, and I've been guilty of it too. I'm sure when I pulled, we all we all want more money. We all think we ought to be pulling for more money. But I don't know a polar out there that if they're pulling for a charity pull or uh, something for the Young Guns scholarship or something like that. I mean, look at the money that was spent this year at our banquet at the the, the scholarship auction. I mean. You know, we can all say we're doing this or we, we need more money. We need more money. But we're all putting the money right back into this again. We're doing this because we love to do it. You know, I want more money. I want more money as a puller when I know that the promoter made money. Right. Brandon and, Ron, and that they, that the association I'm pulling sure. with, the outlaws are making money, too, because and that's where if you guys um, if you get a chance, watch the Schreier interview I did last night. It lagged a little bit because we the Wi-Fi in the country wasn't that good, but we recorded it. And we're going to replay it. I did not know. I did not know the history of it. I always thought it was just the NTPA. I heard this WPI thing, but I never put it all together. In 87, I mean, the NTPA was done. And he basically said all the money was going back to the pullers. And I thought, well, that's what we want. But then <laughs> there was nothing left for the promoters. So why why go risk it if, if you're not getting anything? So I think that's where, but I think that's where Dave's also caught a bunch of crap too. Because we sent out a text message yesterday to 100 people. We said, hey, we're interviewing Dave Schreier tonight. Send us a question. <laughs> and half <laughs> the people said, I, you know, I said, this is not, this is not a roast. This is an 84-year-old man that's one of the biggest names, influential names in the sport. Give his entire life to it since 86 is when he, you know, the WPI started. Um, and I got, you guys had kidney stones and esophagus flare-ups and the stress from pulling. You know what I mean? I, I'm not going to go into this man's house and ask him hard questions. You know, I, I just want to tell your story because that's what it's all about. But some stuff come out. That's But that's that. That's where I feel like working with the outlaws and Dave and Kurt and you, Ron, and everybody. I just, it's a business, but it's a family business. Does that make sense? Am I saying that right? Because uh, I don't know. Am I saying that right, Ron? Like, what I, you know, when we're talking about, Pulling and the classes and then having restricted a restricted pro stock class, things like that. I always try to kind of use drag racing as a comparison. Um, you know, how many top fuel dragsters are there? You know, top fuel dragsters would be the, you know, the big four engine mods in, in yep. the pulling world, right? I mean, or you could say the, the pro stocks even. Um, but how many, how many are there? And you know, how many events do they actually compete in throughout the year? So... But, and you have smaller drag strips, so they're running smaller series, you know. So, um, I, I don't the five inch pro stock rule. I think I think that was a great uh, compromise. That actually, you kind of have to read the room too, you know, where you're at geographically. You know, could could the outlaws support a an unlimited mod class where we're at? Are there enough in the country? I don't think there are. Uh, I don't think there are. I mean, yeah, I mean. Purser's the only one that's even relatively close. Naps, naps somewhere in Iowa. You know what I mean? But that'd be the different thing. But, you know, I've talked to a lot of people about that. And like, oh, you know, Roberts just did that back in the day to get money for the outlaws because then those guys couldn't go anywhere else. You know, and then you hear the people, well, the Western Series started because it was all Roberts rejects. So, I mean, these are just all, this is all common knowledge and talking about stuff like that and, and to get things out there. But I think when you look at the health of the outlaws today, it's as strong as it's ever been. I mean, from from just the leadership, the exec, you know, I don't think you guys have an executive board or whatever you call it, but all you people that sit up there on the stage and I got to listen to you. What's that called? Is that the board? 
That's the, yeah, that's, that's, that's the board. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Are you guys like an executive board? Like, should I be nicer to you, Ron? Or, you, should be, you should be much nicer to me. Yes. Okay. We've been I taking know. several notes, Jason. <laughs> I'd like to uh, talk about this next fall. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to apologize, Ron, to anything I've ever said to you. Um, I, just, I think you're great. I think you're beautiful. I love your voice. I do love your voice, actually, in real life. Um, but, I mean, from what I like about the show, Ron and Brandon, what we're doing is we're bringing you in, we're bringing you into the backstage a little bit, and we're talking about everything. Because I feel like for the longest time, uh, it was kind of hidden, right? Unless you were part of the part of the inner circle, you didn't know what was going on and stuff like that. So, you know, and so, Russ – why is Travis Schlaba a big name puller? Why isn't Mark Ulmer a big name puller? And here's why. It's because we don't see him. Mark Ulmer is just as big a name as Travis Schlaba, but we always kind of want what we can't have. Does that make sense, guys? And Travis Schlaba is my hero. You guys know that. Oh, my singer is my new hero, but Travis is number two now. I haven't, I have not officially got them together and explained to them how this is going to work, but Doug is now number one and Travis is number two. But you know, I always joke about Travis because he lives in Ringo, Iowa, and that's where I was born. But Russ, when I see comments like that, I, I think that's like, it's that um, it's that year, Ron, the COVID year when um, oh, right. everybody came to Rock Valley. Uh, Omens. Yep. And um, those were the legendary guys that never been to an outlaw pool, right? Right. Because because what fans, fans, what you don't understand is there's typically a pre-commitment thing uh, for MTPA or PPL. Brandon, what's it called in PPL? Um, it's not uh, the, the Champions Club. Yeah, so you pay extra money, fans. <clears throat> the, the, the puller pays extra money, and then they get some show money, and then they get some – it's show money, and I think they get some extra money. Like if they win if they win a weekend, they get some extra bonus money and stuff like that. So that's how – and I don't think the Outlaws have anything like that, right, for the, for no, the big classes? No. I don't think so. Do they? Is it something under the table I don't know about? Nothing um, I know of. Okay. Well, anyway, but that's that pre-commitment money. So they, so the big names are coming to these, you know, the big names, if you will, the Holman brothers for like the, you know, like the, how many national championships do they have? 32? Yeah. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> to get an Esden. That's like when like when Esden Lane came to Wisner, you guys. That's a big deal. Yeah. That won the internet that entire weekend. That was Bowling Green weekend. So there were people that were at home watching Outlaw TV that did not go to Bowling Green that saw that Esden Lane was in Wisner and they freaking drove to Wisner Saturday night to watch Esden Lane pull there. I mean, I have, I have hundreds of stories like that. Jer, Jer still has Sharpie on his chest of Esden, <laughs> Lane's, uh, of Esden Lane's name. But that's the big names. But I want to make sure we're celebrating our big names in the Outlaws because we have some big names in the Outlaws. You know what I mean? But that's where maybe, the, you know, Nobody knew who Doug Meisinger was nationally until he went to the Polish Championship and whooped everybody's ass both nights in the Diesel Supers. And all of a sudden, everybody went, whoa, who's the scrappy guy, right? But he beat Trav, and he beat Payne, and he beat the big Diesel Supers, not once but twice. So I'm ragging that up because that's my head-to-head -head thing again here this year. You know, and Esden's coming to the Polish Championship and stuff like that. But, Russ, I'm not ripping on your comment at all. Uh, but that's what that's what I do want to I do want to talk about that. We have Mark Ulmer, you know. We have uh, we we have the, we have huge names in the Outlaws, but we see them every week, so they're just they're our buddies, right? Does yeah. that make sense, guys? Am I saying that right? Holcomb, do you agree? Because you're kind of sitting yeah, there. no, and, and, and so you know the thing of it is, it, it kind of goes back to like we were talking about earlier, you know, with with the the big three groups, you know, kind of being in communication and everything, you know, we 
we, I guess I should say, I, I'm speaking for myself, I guess, but you know, we, we, we all need each other and we all want to be on those terms like that. So if, you know, I mean, we had, you know, we had Tim Skelton with us several times last year, you know, we had Esden with us a few times a year before that, you know, things like that. We want to be able for that to happen. So, you know, our big names can go out there and their big names can come here, you know, and everybody can intermingle. And, and you're right. I think that is a, 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 you know, a false storyline that's going around out there that we're all out to get each other. And that's absolutely not true. You know, when, when the, the announcement was made about, you know, PPL last fall, I mean, we were, all of us were nervous about that. I mean, that wasn't going to be good for the sport of tractor pulling whatsoever, you know, and, and, you know, I had phone calls from guys like, Oh, you guys are going to grow. You're going to grow. I was like, no, we, we don't want to grow like that. That's not the way we want to grow, you know, are there eight weekends in July all of a sudden because there's no more room? <laughs> we're working on them. Um, Do we have enough checks? We have enough text for that, Brandon. Uh, if anybody out there would like to be a tech official this summer, please reach out to me because we can put you to work immediately. Well, and, um, this is my shout out for uh, some extra camera people to run a camera for Outlaw TV because Ron and I, or Dave and I, or ah, Doug Borth and I were working on the schedule on the way to Schreier's interview last night. And he, there's there, there's a lot of events and like one's in Texas and one's in Nebraska. And I'm like, wow, this Outlaw TV thing is for real. <laughs> So I was like, and then we had to get a hold of Ron to say, so like, what do we do? Like when there's two events and where's all this equipment at and stuff like that. So it's neat. Well, and Doug actually called me today. I, he was wanting to, he gave me a size for a tech shirt and everything. He kind of led me to believe he was kind of giving up and just going to tech for me this summer. <laughs> I don't know if he talked to you about that yet or so off the air, not, I guess. So off the air, I'll text you his salary, Brandon. <laughs> If you can fit that into the the outlaw budget, I would. Um, I'm going to ask a lot more questions. <laughs> it just so happens I just sent emailed him a tech schedule a little while ago too. That's there crazy. you go. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, I love it. Um, but no, this is this is fun. I um, I really look forward to this. It's fun, Brandon, to have you on because I've, I've known you for a long time, and, uh, and and Ron said it earlier. Everybody respects you as a tech official and as a polar you've been there you know you've done it and um and some people like you said you're doing this for the right reasons you missed it you came back um you're not at every single poll because you know you can't be you're honest with everybody because otherwise you'll just kill yourself you i'm probably I mean? not going to buckner this year with the comment that's on the screen right now howdy boy <laughs> he's calling you a man either that or he's calling you boys and i'm a man i don't yeah, know which no. he is maybe that's it he is he sent me a separate snapchat says i'm about to smoke you and ron so it's all good <laughs> oh, i don't know if i got a warning or not thanks a lot summers i appreciate that <laughs> i check i check my snapchat regularly from summers because his are always the best so <laughs> so uh, no, that's the that's the gist of it and i really that's like you know, when Ron says, hey, because Ron lines up all the guests, he's a talent acquisition here because he's the host. I mean, I'm just a co-host. Um, I always try to think, like, what what side story or angle that, like, as an average fan do I not know about? And I really want people to know. And I didn't really realize it, Brandon, until, like, you mentioned it and Ron mentioned it. Um, one PPL, the threat that PPL was not going to be back. The look on Ron and Kurt's face and Dave's face and, and Von Bowers and Greg Randall's at the NTPA, like, <laughs> what are we going to do? You know, this, we got to have them. There's yeah, we want to throw any big parties or anything. That was for sure. No, there, there, I mean, there's just no way, you know, that if, if any three of us drop, there's no way the other two can pick up the slack, you know, and, and that's just not good for the sport. It's not good for the polars or, or anything involved. And let's be honest, 
Um, I feel like the outlaws are trying harder than ever to not let anybody catch them. Cause I think if you were the only show in town, ah, you know, ah, but if you know, you got kind of something you need, you need competition. You need it at work. You need it in your personal life. Like, I guess I don't need anybody chasing my wife. That would suck. But um, <laughs> like, kids need it in high school. That's why like I'm bummed out when kids aren't, aren't in like either in, in activities, like you need to compete a little bit. Yes. You need to learn how to lose gracefully. Uh, I don't always do it the best, um, but you need to, you got to have the highs and lows of life. So when the, when you do have a low, you don't want to go just, you know, run your car into a bridge abutment. You just be like, okay, I had a bad day. Let's, let's move on. And that's where, and then pulling's the same way. And as an outlaw, as an organization, the, the, the circles on your back, right? West. I mean, it's not just West of the Mississippi anymore. Wasn't that, wasn't that always the biggest saying forever? Uh, I think with the outlaws, those are those, those polars West of the Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, yeah not, West, but not so much these days. I mean, they do some, but, yeah. yeah, but I, I'm just uh, I, yeah, competition's I'm, good. Competition is definitely good. I mean, yeah. it, it helps you improve. I mean, if you didn't have competition, you wouldn't try to improve what you're doing, right? I mean, right. So. I mean, like for Ron, it's how do I go get the next big sponsor? For me, it's how do I get the next big viral video on the Outlaw page or on the Outlaw TikTok? And if Ron and I ever figure out who, how to hook Instagram up to Facebook, it's going to be a freaking <laughs> miracle. And I thought I knew everything about social media. Oh, it's been frustrating. Yeah, that's a crazy roadblock we've run into there. Hey, Brandon, when Ron messes you during the day and you're like doing your real job and he just says, are you busy? <laughs> Be careful how you answer that. Goes, no, what's up? And then three hours later, you're still talking. That, that's happened twice. He's took me down that rabbit hole twice in the last week. So it's all good. He never answers, though. He just calls you back. He just calls you immediately. Because I don't like the I don't like the Facebook message. Like, what do you want, Stone? Let's get it done. Let's get it done. So. Brandon, when you look, so the semis, I'm jacked about the semis, um, diesel trucks as a, I just have my promoter hat on Brandon. Are uh, can we, can we get more diesel trucks? Uh, how many, how many, how many times did you book them this year, Ron? Oh, I think I've got them like 16 different events. I think 16 hooks. Does that sound right, Brandon? Yeah, I think that's pretty close. And then I think we're still kind of toying with the two sixes a little bit in 23 as well. And then, we did do a little bit of a rule change in the 3.0 class this year. Um, always in the past, they had to have OEM firewall and floorboards. Um, there were some 3.6 trucks or some old 3.6 trucks that were kind of wanting to maybe come this way and play a little bit. So we modified that rule. It really probably should have been done several years ago anyway to do away with the OEM floorboards and, and firewall. So hopefully, you know, in the future, we start seeing a few more of those guys trickle down this way. And and even if they don't hit every event, I think they'll at least get a taste of it anyway. And and hopefully as that goes on, you know, there'll be more of them or some of those trucks are probably setting for sale right now too. And somebody can buy one, bring it out here and, and get in the business. Yeah, there there's a couple that are actually coming out of mothballs, I think, uh, for 2023, going to pull with, with the outlaws. I say mothballs, they haven't pulled for a season or two, uh, but we'll see a couple trucks that used to used to pull in Midwest. They'll be back this year. Um, but, yeah, I know, uh, yeah, 16 hooks is, is a big solid. for that class. I mean, That's solid, yeah. And That's very, very good. So, you know, I'm hoping we'll, we'll bring those trucks out. You know, I and, and honestly, I tried in scheduling not to schedule anything on top of, uh, you know, any uh, PPL events. You know, that's something a lot of people don't realize, too, that you coordinate with, you know, your safety directors and your competition directors, these other organizations. 
but you know literally we try not to book anything on top of you know ppl or, or have any uh, uh conflicts on the schedule especially with a class that there's just not a lot of vehicles in that particular class you know it's not good for either promoter to have you know a half a class show up you know because we booked on the same night but sometimes it can't be avoided but you know, we do make the attempt to, to do that. Well, and, you know, like you say, you, you, you try really hard not to do that. The, you know, the thing you get into is, you know, PPL's got a, a hometown boy pulling that night. We've got a hometown boy pulling that right. night in the same class. Well, you know, both places want the class, and that's totally understandable. Yeah. But, you know, if it's county fair or something like that, you know, we, we can't change the date. It's just unavoidable. Yeah. Case in point, yeah. case in point right here, Kurt Coima with uh, – uh, he's kind of a big deal up in Rock Valley. He's you guys a real know. big deal. Only, only in Rock Valley, though. Like when he gets out of Rock Valley, though, he's squashed. Like I'm a big deal everywhere. Okay, Coima. So don't get all mouthy. But when I come to Rock Valley, I kind of I bring it out a notch. I bring it out a notch. But uh, case in point, right here, the diesel trucks and working right. with uh, the Valley Pullers there and, and Rich Rosaboom, they wanted the 30 diesel pickups. It's their 20th anniversary pull. They want to have a big blowout type of pull. They want the semis. They want the 30 trucks. PPL's hooking in what Chillicothe, Missouri, mm -hmm. the Friday night of Rock Valley. That's our our sponsor, our class sponsor, which he also is of the Western Series uh, 30 diesel pickup class. Is no way man diesel performance, and that's kind of a hometown pull for him, you know. And some of those guys are going to go hang out on Chillicothe on Friday night. Rich said, what can we do? We want those trucks. You know, how about we do it? Two sessions on Saturday, the Saturday day session, Saturday night. We can do that. The guys that are going to Chillicothe said they would convoy up there. So that's just what we're talking about and trying not to, you know, have conflicting hooks. Sometimes you can't help it, but that's, people working for the good of the sport and for these classes to try to make it work. Well, and that's where, and I, I like to hear, like there's some classes that like there's enough light limited pros or 85, whatever, what uh, limited pros you want to call them. There's a hundred of those, but there's certain classes like the diesel trucks that you, you split it up a little bit. You know, it'd be, it'd be great to have all the diesel super stocks at one pole, you know, love to have them all come to rock Valley once and, and different yeah. things like that, but it's yeah. every possible. Hey, Ron, this is something I've been seeing a lot on Facebook. One, when does the outlaw app who does that how does all that work the outlaw app and everything get updated um do we you know, hire I, know, to do I know that, that. <laughs> what's that said i don't i know that um i'm not sure when the outlaw app will be updated for the new season i think first and foremost uh we've got to get this schedule finalized that's what i've been telling people there's still some jockeying around the classes a little bit and and things like that i we're pretty well set on our events um, but there's still some class movement going on, um, and things like that. So, but it's coming very soon. As soon as that is set in stone, um, then I'm sure the app will follow. Okay. I do know, um, Brandon, Brent Payne's going to bring <clears throat> the, the light supers out and run with the outlaws some this summer. I talked to him. So that's awesome. going to be pretty cool. Awesome. So you guys are going to see the Galat tractors and his new one out there as well. So that's going to be pretty cool. That's a, I that's think a we're gonna have. I think we've got some new ones coming out this year. I know. I think there'll be a, a new 540 tractor or two out this year. I think we'll have a few more of our our big light supers out this year. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm getting pretty excited about it. The, it's getting a little warmer weather. The sun's been shining and the phone's been ringing a little bit more. So I think everybody's kind of got the same ideas. It's going to be pulling season soon. Now you say the big light supers, that's the old unlimited super, right? There you go. That's the old. <laughs> Shut him off, Jason. He's I knew done. what you meant. I, knew what you meant. <laughs> I have a... Uh... I have a I have a throw them in front of the bus logo for my let's grow pulling. I'm gonna have to bring that image over to this show too now, and put that oh, up on boy. the screen when uh, when Ron <laughs> does that to me a little bit. Makes it fun. Makes Brandon, it fun. are you good to go? Do you need to go? Oh no, we're we're good for a little bit. Okay. So we're um we're just like two two months and a couple of days away from. It's Monet, Missouri. I'm gonna get it changed when I swing Monet. into town. I'm heading down to city council, but Monet, Missouri. They've been um. They've been doing a good job promoting that already, guys. Yeah. And they're two months out. So this is my little, if you're a promoter, don't wait until three weeks before your event. Um, have your meetings now. Get your concession people, get your line lined up, get your parking people get lined up, get your track builders lined up, have a plan. You know, just start if you got water sitting on your track because you didn't level it last fall or you didn't crown it, get off, get it off it now so you don't have soft spots. Start doing the little things now. Don't wait until the week of your event. You know what I mean? You're you're paying good money to have the outlaws come in, and um, we want you to to rock and roll and have a great event. So. And and this was the topic of discussion on last week's show. Jason Kenzie and I talked about this in promoting. And you you remember last season we did a little workshop, yep. did a few workshops, and I threw that out there for promoters if they want that and need that to do that again, uh, to just email you or I, and we would get that done. Yeah, we'll uh, set the Zoom call again. But yeah, I was. Uh, just kind of spurring those promoters to, you know, start getting those ads out there. You need to start letting people know right now. Mm -hmm. People are making summer plans, summer vacation mm -hmm. plans and things like that. You don't want them to plan a trip to Florida when it could be at your pool. So well, and I think a lot of people think like with social media, they have to have fancy videos and pictures. You can just the 2023 dates are ding, 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 post yeah. and throw it on the store. And throw it on. It's not hard. I mean, even Brandon Holcomb can do that. He does. I can I do can. it. I bet I could do it. I bet he could do it. I could show you how to do that if I had to. So get all that stuff down there. Hey, um, hey Jason, real quick. Yeah. I, I don't know if you can see that comment on the screen. That's probably the only other Jason in the world that is a bigger deal. Bigger than deal. He is. <laughs> He's uh Yeah, I have him in my phone as Jason Big Deal Hill. The big deal. <laughs> when, when people say Jason, a big deal. Hill, they think first. Schultz, they think second. No well, offense, buddy, but I mean, it's just the way it is. I'm kind of a pretend big deal, you know what I mean? But he actually is a real big deal, so it's kind of fun. Well, speaking of big deal, that's kind of a big deal there with Platte City, maybe. We are uh, coming back to Platte City, Missouri this year. That's yeah. going to be a huge pull. That pull always well known in the past for huge pickups. Yeah, huge, um, huge crowds. Yeah. Hill said, Hill said they pack them in so freaking deep down there. It's insane, and they're close to Kansas City. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's. I'm pumped for that event, and that's part of that little. No, they're doing a little 4-1 sweep with that. Yeah, uh, that's right in the middle of buddy, Summer's buddy from Missouri State, I think. Uh, shoot, what's that guy's name? Really nice guy, gray beard. Oh, I see him at Cowtown in the back. Has a D21. Oh, uh, uh, Brad Summers. Yeah. yeah. They're doing something, and they're putting some 4-1 money. Like a oh, little yeah, they're doing sweep. a little sweep, too, but we're, the yep. organic sweep's going on in the middle of that as well. So yep. uh, the 4-1s, take notice. That's one of the classes that will be there. Um Let's see, the light pros are going to Pawnee City. The Pro Stock 4 befores uh, What other class is there that's in that? Pro Stocks. Pro Stock tractors. So Another yeah, thing, too, um, 
Brandon touched on earlier, the, the vehicles are making more, they're finding horsepower every year with the same set of rules. And that's just technology that's going to happen. Yeah. If you're a track builder and your tracks may be known as a looser track, um, it doesn't have to be a loose track forever. Uh, there's glue you can put in it now. I talked to Holcomb. There's liquid they're putting in stuff now. You can put organic material into it in the fall. I mean, I'm yeah. talking manure. Uh, <laughs> you can do a lot of things to these tracks. You can dig them dig them in the fall, let the, let the frost come through it, thaw them out, freeze them out and stuff like that. Because if you go to Ron and you say, hey, I want a big sponsor comes along and, and you've always just had maybe 466 tractors and, and something in the past, like, man, we really want the pros and the mods. We got this big sponsor. And there are certain tracks you did. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean to everybody, but this, I, I want to cover the whole gamut of being a promoter, what it takes. Yeah. Nobody wants to bring a, a 3,500 horsepower pro stock and just spin the tires. You know what I mean? That's that's how stuff breaks. Um, so if you want to learn how to build a track, call Mr. Holcomb if he needs a little, little bit of help. And talking about talking about somebody's tracks, like talking about their girlfriend or their wife. And it's not it's not fun. Um, <laughs> the, and I and I don't care if they're watching. They're my friends now. The Zellwood, Florida guys, um, they've never had any big horsepower on there. And then um, the last couple of years, some of the tractors stayed after Ocala and they never dug that track brand. Never. They, it was that hard. It actually, when Doug Borth had and Kevin Moore had them dig that, it killed the grader, and it was not a little grader. It was a big cat. I don't even know, but they dug that, and that was a that track was good. Uh, um, Tedder's mod was there, the three engine mod, and it picked the front end up at ten feet and carried it the whole way. So, don't be afraid to ask for help. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're building tracks, um, the problem is. And everybody has a good dirt guy in their town and he's got the equipment that you need, but doesn't mean he knows how to build a pulling track. Okay. And, uh, and that's a problem. We're all friends, right? Just like Brandon, like, I don't want to accuse somebody of cheating because I'm, you know, he, I might go to his trailer and eat later. And that's, what's hard about pulling sometimes, but it's also, what's hard about being a promoter too, because you have all these volunteers in your town and y'all want to be friends, but you want to put on a great show too. And that's where, that's the business side of it. And that's where you just got to be honest with people. And go in and do that. I don't know why I'm talking so much tonight, Ron. This is you're just. just are you on off. your meds? Are you are you good? I took my CBD. I take CBD right. every day now. It's been good All for right. me. So. Yeah. Well, Brandon, where do you uh, where do you see the future of the sport going? I mean, not just with the outlaws, but I mean overall, do you see anything in the future that uh, you think is going to happen that could change the direction of pulling or? Well, I think, you know, I think the main thing is we, we got to stay on this safety stuff, like we talked about earlier, you know, to keep it in the direction of this going, because, you know, your your hearts and your Weimers and, and your Fair Valleys and everybody's going to keep finding more and more horsepower out of this stuff. So, you know, I think at some point in time, I, I don't know where that's going to lead us to, you know, I know the there's a big, you know, big, big talks about components and things like that. I, you know, don't know if that's the answer to everything either. So, you know, I think the future of the sport, I think Poland's going to be here, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. I don't have a crystal ball to tell you how it's going to be because things are evolving and changing so much and so fast that, you know, that's that's one of my job duties is to try to keep up on the new technology that's coming out so we kind of know how to police it and everything. And, man, it's a full-time job. I mean, you know, Ryan and I are on the phone with each other constantly, and he'll say, hey, did you know this? Or I'll say, hey, I just heard about these new tires or something like that, you know, and I've been involved in this a long, long time. And I think probably the last two to three years is probably we've had more advances in technology than probably the last 10 years combined. Agreed. You know, I don't see that letting up in the near future on anything. And of course, all that technology 
is put into play because of the, the ability to monitor all that, all those parameters of an engine that's going down the track, you know, the, the computers that monitor your exhaust and your intake and, and, and all those uh, dynamics going in there. So, uh, yeah, technology is huge. And you touched on something just now, Brandon, uh, the component chassis, you know, of course, the PPL is going with a component in the 540 light pro class. Um, and there'd been talk of it in the four one class. Um, of course the outlaws have not done that, but, um, and we were talking about that a little bit ago about money and, you know, and things like that and the, the big mods and the people that have money and things like that. But, you know, I've heard some pullers actually say, well, you know, that, that just might be my out to just retire from bowling if they go component, you know, say in the four one class, uh, what's your take on that? Are, are the tractors safe? You know, the four one tractors, the light pro tractors, are they safe enough to run the chassis that we're running without having to go to light pro? Or you know, one to- thing about the, the technology nowadays, you know, I mean, we've got the technology in the engines and the turbos and all that, but we've came a long ways on rear ends and transmissions too. You know, I mean, you take a, a stock 706 rear end out of an IH tractor that we used to pull and absolutely not, it would not be safe. But, you know, with the tubs and the full frames and, and all that kind of stuff now, you know, I don't I don't feel that we're in any kind of a, a safety issue at the moment that way. And, you know, you, you talk about axle brake and wheels come off, things like that. I mean, I've seen them come off of component tractors as well. Uh, maybe another 500 horse. I might have a different opinion on that. But, you know, I've seen rear ends break. I've seen transmissions break, but I've also seen a lot of engine blocks break, too. So I don't feel like we have an issue, you know, any further back or any worse at this point or that point. We're, we're just testing the limits of everything, whether it's a component or a, a cast. The other thing, you know, and I'm not getting into an argument about should we do it, should we not, because I'm kind of on both sides of the fence. I have, you know, I have reasons for both sides. But, you know, one thing you got to think about, too, is you take your, your 4020 rear end or your 706 rear end. I mean, those tractors were made in the 60s, you know, and, and 70s. And, and we plowed with them for 30 or 40 years, you know, and you just beat them to death. And now we're expecting to get 3,000 horse out of them. So, you know, it does kind of make you step back and scratch your head a little bit. But, you know, like I say, we have to tip our hat to the guys building the transmissions and the rear ends because they're they're doing a good job of keeping them together at this point. And, and you're right, Ron, you would touch on what you just said about, you know, I, I've had a lot of, of guys and, and I'm going to pick on the older guys, you know, that have called me and on this component deal. And they're like, you know, I'm, I'm 65 years old. I'm not going to go spend that kind of money, you know, to start from scratch again. I'll, I'll just park it, you know, and that's not good for the sport because there's a lot more guys that are 60 to 65 in this sport right now than there is 25, you know? Yeah. So if all those, what we call legends step down, you know, it's up to our young guns to pick up where they were. And, and I don't think we're at that point where we can do that yet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I, that's what I chuckled at. I didn't mean to laugh, but how are you going to keep guys, your tech guys like this in line this summer? Just, you know, like this, this setter guy. <laughs> well, you just let Jared, let Jared do the early stuff, like pulling the, you know, putting the kill switches on and running the I, I think this year, because Jerry, you know, he's, he's had a little trouble with his shoulder. He's getting up there in age. We actually, a few weekends ago, well, Louisville watch party, uh, Ernie Connor was there with us, and we actually talked to Ernie about maybe building him a billet uh, shoulder so that thing had quit breaking on him. But, you know, if we don't get that done, I think what we're going to do this summer is put him in charge of Sam Kelly because we can't, <laughs> we can't leave Sam by himself unsupervised. It's just not a good thing. And Jerry's he, a pretty good fit now, for a babysitter. He's married now. I thought he was behaving. So 
He he is, but when he, he she's really mean to him at home. But when he gets away from her, he tries to let it all out, and that's gotcha. not good for any of us. So that's where Jerry comes into play at. <laughs> so we're gonna start a new contest um, on on the show. So I need every so Brandon, um, go to your computer, go to outlawpolling.com and bring up the schedule. Okay, Ron, you do the same thing. Okay. So when you get ready. Each of you are going to read it as fast as you can, and I'm going to time you. <laughs> just, just, just the towns. So, Monette, Missouri, Ravenna, Nebraska, Cherokee, Iowa. I'm from Missouri, Jason. I can't read. I have to get my schedule on audio. No, no, it's okay, Brandon, because um, we're going to. I know you can read, so don't do this to me. And I'm just going to keep track of this on my little sticky note, and then whoever is the fastest is going to get like a free outlaw hat or something like that. So, every week, and I'll, I'll go first, and I'll time myself. Or Ron, do you have a? You have a stopwatch on your phone, Ron? Uh, sure. Yeah. Do you, you, do you have your schedule this? up? I don't have mine pulled up here. I thought I was going to put it on the screen or something. So Jared just resigned. <laughs> <laughs> Jared? Oh. He, he, another... he tells me that several times a year, but he keeps coming back. Yeah. Connie, Connie will unresign him. She wants him. Yeah. She said, uh, I'm so glad you guys are nice to him. It gives me a little time to, you know. <laughs> Todd Bowles just messaged me, Brandon, and said, I need to ask you a question. I'm not sure if I can ask this. Something about uh, – oh, got it, got it, got it. Ask well, Brandon. This ought to be a good one. If when is going – what the heck? I can't he, – Todd has some issues with texting. He is from southern Iowa, which is close enough to me from Missouri. <laughs> we have issues. Well, I can't tell if he's saying something about weenies or when is. I'm not sure what he's saying there. He is talking about weenuses, which if oh, anybody that's... knows anything about uh, anatomy, it's actually the skin on your elbow. But we had a little issue with that one night when I hurt my elbow and I told him my weenus hurt. And in front of about, I'm going to say, 2,200 people, he tried to inspect something else uh, right in the middle of the track. So we had to have a little anatomy class. <laughs> That's a good story, Holcomb. But for future, just going forward, I would just say your elbow hurts. I'm going to from now on because it was a very uncomfortable situation. <laughs> I would have to put my reading glasses on to do this competition, just saying. That's fine. Well, we're, we're doing this. Are so. you going to go first? Yep. Are you, you going to time me? I'm going to. Hang on just a moment here. I Let's have my see. stopwatch ready for you guys. So. Stop. Oh, is, is yours considerated with mine? All right. Well, mine's just an app, my Apple phone. So Brandon is uh, independent here, and he's a tech guy, so he's going to say when to start. Okay. Are we ready? Ready. Go. Monette, Missouri, Ravenna, Nebraska, Cherokee, Iowa, Arlington, Nebraska, Wright, Wright, Texas, Manila, Iowa, Concord, Nebraska, Rock Valley, Iowa, Albion, Nebraska, Bluefield, Iowa, Ottawa, Iowa, Norfolk, Nebraska, Troy, Missouri, Martha, Missouri, David City, Nebraska, Montgomery, Missouri, Lee, Nebraska, Pawnee State, Nebraska, Platte City, Missouri, Britt, Iowa, Mercer, Missouri, Pure, Nebraska, Sac City, Iowa, Wayne, Nebraska, Humboldt, Iowa, Cordon, Iowa, Lamar's, Iowa, Warrensburg, Missouri, Warrensburg, Missouri, Scribd, Nebraska, Gibbon, Nebraska, Gideon, Texas, Mobile, Iowa, Mount City, Kansas, Weepoo, Nebraska, West Point, Nebraska, Palmer, Nebraska, Make, Missouri, Iowa State Fair, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Chickasha, Oklahoma, Madison, South Dakota, and Nebraska State Fair, Unionville, Missouri, Buckner, Missouri, Bedford, Iowa, Spencer, Iowa, Lufkin, Texas. Okay. Did you say Spencer or yes. not Spencer? Uh, Pierce. Did you say Pierce, Nebraska? Where's it at? Oh, in the middle. I said Britt, Iowa, Mercer, Missouri, Pierce. Do you think I skipped it? I, you know what? I'm looking at a different schedule. I'm looking like the cheater schedule that I have. Oh, I'm on the, His I'm has on only the, got four polls on it. He's going to win. It may I have been. Outlaw, <laughs> I went to outlawpulling.com, the official website of the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Puller. 
No, it may be simply because uh, it's in a different order here if we're throwing the same night, but 33.57 seconds. So <clears> that's pretty good. You got to admit. So. 33.57. Okay. All right. All right. You're so going next, Rob? Am I going now or is Brandon? Yeah, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon you reared about three minutes. Brandon, okay. you start him, okay? <clears throat> I'm, I'm clocking him. You, all right. You got the clock ready? Ron, which schedule are you using? Because we got to use the same schedule, kid. What's the same schedule? It's just they're in a different order. Yeah, just like no, like some of the pulls on the same night might be reversed in the order, but it's That's fine. on the same date. I just want you know, I want to have the same rules if we're going to pull in the pro you're, class. You're playing head games. You're trying to get in my head already here. You're trying to get in my head. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Ready? Set? Go. Modet, Missouri. Sedalia, Missouri. Ravenna, Nebraska. Cherokee, Iowa. Arlington, Nebraska. Manila, Iowa. White Wright, Texas. Modet, Missouri. Concord, Nebraska. Rock Valley, Iowa. Albion, Nebraska. Bloomfield, Iowa. Onawa, Iowa. Norfolk, Nebraska. Troy, Missouri. David City, Nebraska. Marthasville, Missouri. Montgomery City, Missouri. Lee, Nebraska. Platt City. Missouri, Pawnee City, Nebraska, Mercer, Missouri, Britt, Iowa, Sac City, Iowa, Pierce, Nebraska, Bowling Green, Missouri, Humboldt, Iowa, Wayne, Nebraska, Gordon, Iowa, Lamar's, Iowa, Warrensburg, Missouri, Scribner, Nebraska, Gibbon, Nebraska, DeLeon, Texas, Mobile, Iowa, Mound City, Kansas, Weeping Water, Nebraska, West Point, Nebraska, Palmer, Nebraska, Macon, Missouri, Iowa State Fair, Wizard, Nebraska, Chickasha, Oklahoma, Madison, South Dakota, Nebraska State Fair, Unionville, Missouri, Buckner, Missouri, Bedford, Iowa, Spencer, Iowa, Lufkin, Texas. 41.97. There was a few in there that we actually uh, aren't even. You actually added a few polls all of a sudden. Yeah, right? there was a few extra. So I, I need to redo. I went to outlawpulling.com, the official right. website of the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. All right, Cheater. I'm going to go also in. Home, also home of Outlaw Pulling TV and the Young Guns Association yeah, gonna, of Heartland. So I'm just trying to – I mean, what do you want me to do, Stone? I, I only got what I got, kiddo. I, I'm going to pull up a, a current uh, schedule here and uh, – yeah, I actually left my other one in the uh, truck, so that's crazy. If I go anywhere, I take my paperwork with me so I can uh, refer to that stuff if I get a call. So It's kind of your job. I mean, I'm yeah, kind of that right. guy, but, yeah. you know. So. so here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to print off this schedule. Um, oh, that's not the one I wanted. I should have went to outlawpulling.com here. That's what Jason and I did. I said that three <laughs> times. That? Do you not listen to me? I don't think you listen to me, Ron. Did you say that? The outlaw pulling? I was just throwing it. I was just a shameless plug is all. I but. said outlaw pulling, the official website of the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. Outlawpulling.com. You got outlawpulling.com. Go to outlawpulling.tv for all your watch viewing pleasure. <laughs> all right. Okay. Maybe we should let Brandon go. Are you doing it again? I'm going to. Okay. Let me reset my clock here. I'm going to. I'm going to do it again. Holcomb, this is fun. Thanks for uh, humoring us tonight, buddy. Think, we uh, really don't. We really don't want the guests to talk. We just want to have a reason to have a show, and then Ron and I just banter. Back I think Ron just really wants that outlaw hat. I do. I need an outlaw. I need another outlaw hat. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Outlawpulling.com, the official website of the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pullers. And you click on the 2023 schedule? Yeah, yeah. First time Ron's ever been on the website. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Vaughn says this is not very entertaining. <laughs> well, Larry Vaughn, what else do you have that's better to do tonight? Huh? Yeah, well, Seriously. <laughs> 
I think this was fun, but you know, we're, we're advertising our polls. All the, you know, what the heck is going on here? Mark Olmer says, All I know is light super stock ag is 24 times. There you go. He's right, even I just looked. Tractor pulling, tractor pulling fan on YouTube says, are we singing I've Been Everywhere by Johnny Cash? I've been everywhere. <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. Yeah, Ron actually has a singing voice. So, Got a face for radio and a beautiful voice. Boom. <laughs> well, this is really doing some weird stuff here. I don't know why, but I was trying to bring it up on my tablet. We're, we're going to recite the schedule at Wisner after a few refreshments. What the heck is going on? Who's having a uh, Jerry? Jerry's yeah, got some refreshments. We're meeting at my singer's trailer, and he's bringing the refreshments. We could have last Jerry. Year, last year, my, uh, my singer's trailer at Wisner was like walk, walking into the Diesel Superstock Hall of Fame. I walked in there, Diggenhart, Ulmer, Esden Lane, some my singer guy, Goodwin was in there, Jeanette was in there. She's the my singer. She's the important my singer. So. She's one that does. Keeps the show. I don't even, is Kansas as far west as they are? Are they in a different time zone than us? Are they out? Yeah. Are they an hour west? They might be out hour. there. They're way out there. Yeah. It's like six o'clock out there. Sun's still up in Goodland, Kansas. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> all right. Schedule. Yes. Jesus, Stone, taking forever. Sorry, I don't know what was going on with this thing. It was acting all goofy. Just when you're ready, Ron. Larry Vaughn, he quit watching the show. He went to bed. Come on, Larry. Hang in there. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Hang on. Brandon, you ready, Ron? It's running really slow here. I need to bring it up big here. Put on my spectacles. Brandon, we'll, we'll pay you extra for this. We'll give you two hats. I'll, I'll get two hats. Awesome. Autograph one of them when you send it. All right. I'll have Van Beek do it. I'm ready. Who's the official timer? Uh, Brandon Holcomb, the tech official of the, of the Outlaws. We've had this chat. Have you have you, have you been listening to anything we've been saying tonight, Ron? <laughs> I, yes, I have. I have. Schultz, is, he's running the timer. I'm just running the Christmas tree. All right. Here we go. Do you have the timer, Jason? Oh, don't you worry. Okay. Start, start. <laughs> All right. Start. What? Hold on. Back up. Clear the. I was oh, waiting on the word go. I was waiting on the Ready, go. set, go. Ready, set, go, Brandon. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Monette, Missouri, Renna, Nebraska, Cherokee, Iowa, Arlington, Nebraska, White Wright, Texas, Manila, Iowa, Concord, Nebraska, Rock Valley, Iowa, Albion, Nebraska, Bloomfield, Iowa, Ottawa, Iowa, Norfolk, Nebraska, Troy, Missouri, Marthasville, Missouri, David City, Nebraska, Montgomery City, Missouri, Lee, Nebraska, Pawnee City, Nebraska, Platte City, Missouri, Britt, Iowa, Mercer, Missouri, Pierce, Nebraska, Sac City, Iowa, Wayne, Nebraska, Humboldt, Iowa, Corden, Iowa, Lamars, Iowa, Warrensburg, Missouri, Scribner, Nebraska, Gibbon, Nebraska, Deleon, Texas, Mobile, Iowa, Mound City, Kansas, Weeping Water, Nebraska, West Point, Nebraska, Palmer, Nebraska, Macon, Missouri, Iowa State Fair, Wisner, Nebraska, Chickasha, Oklahoma, Madison, South Dakota, Nebraska State Fair, Unionville, Missouri, Buckner, Missouri, Bedford, Iowa, Spencer, Iowa, Lufkin, Texas. 34.68. Oh, baloney. <laughs> Hold on. We'll do it. Well, Ron, we're going to do this every time. Brandon, what was your time? What'd you get? 
I didn't. I I was reading to make sure you didn't miss any of them. Oh, this was all on Schultz. See, Ron, if Schultz would have brought in Pierce, Nebraska, would have it would have took him thirty-four point nine. Um, we're doing this every week, Stone. So just <laughs> this is our new thing. You'll have it memorized here before long. I, I I think you have to actually pronounce the things right too. You said you said right, right. Just saying, right, right, Texas. So, hey. You okay. Might been, you might have been faster, but mine was more clear and understandable. Hey, Jason, he's been around tractor pulling too much. The track wasn't good. Yeah, the oh, wasn't right. Picked, he got flagged too wrong, soon. Picked the wrong line. I should have been up a gear. <laughs> but he just wasn't feeling it tonight. I got yeah, I yeah. waited too long to get on the throttle. You know, should have gave him more gas. Like, you know, I misread the track. You know, the sun went down. You know, I, I heard it all. Jam tech like, officials coming up. You've poor hook position. Poor hook position. That damn outlaw app picked. I always have first hook. So. <laughs> All right, um, Ron, you be you be ready, set, go for Brandon, and I'm going to time right. it. You're going to time it. All right. Yep. <clears throat> I'm ready. On your mark. Timer, are you ready? <laughs> yes. All right. On your mark. Get set. Go. My name is Arlington, Nebraska, Nebraska, Cherokee, Iowa, Arlington, Nebraska, right, right, Texas, Manila, Iowa, Concord, Nebraska, Rock Valley, Iowa, Albion, Nebraska, Bloomfield, Iowa, Ottawa, Iowa, Norfolk, Nebraska, Troy, Missouri, Marthaville, Missouri, David City, Nebraska, Montgomery City, Missouri, Lee, Nebraska, Pawnee City, Nebraska, Platte City, Missouri, Britt, Iowa, Mercer, Missouri, Pierce, Nebraska, Sac City, Iowa, Wayne, Nebraska, Humboldt, Iowa, Corden, Iowa, Lamar's, Iowa, Warrensburg, Missouri, Warrensburg, Missouri, Scribner, Nebraska, Gibbon, Nebraska, DeLeon, Texas, Moville, Iowa, Mount City, Kansas, Weeping Water, Nebraska, West Point, Nebraska, Palmer, Nebraska, Macon, Missouri, Iowa State Fair, Wisner, Nebraska, Chickasaw, Oklahoma, Madison, South Dakota, Nebraska State Fair, Unionville, Buckner, Bedford, Spencer, and Lufkin. <laughs> Cheater. We didn't need to put those states on the end of there, did we? 40.1, 40, 40. but it comes with an asterisk. So. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was a loser, so I thought, "What the hell?" I just I can cheat. I can hear you. Give, I can hear you kind of give up there. Like I heard a breath between everyone. <laughs> Started slowing down there towards the end. You were starting to run out of. Uh, stand that was there. a long track. I'm built for 300 <laughs> foot, not 400. 47, 47 pulls this year. 47. I think that's uh, 58. I had those stats here somewhere. 58 sessions of pulling. I think is what it ended up being. Yeah, big season. Big show tonight. Big show tonight. Brandon, I, I apologize. I told you I was going to get you off here. Uh, yeah, I better jump off here here sure. pretty quick. I uh, probably ought to go in get and you in get trouble. birthday celebration results in. Okay. Well, Brandon, Brandon thanks. thanks thanks for coming on tonight. Appreciate it. And, uh, thank you, guys. It's been fun. Yep. We need thank to do you it more so much. And we'll Brandon, are you, Brandon, are you just saying that or do you truly mean it? <laughs> Did I want to come back, or did I? Bro, that's been it? fun. That's been fun. Oh it, no, it has been fun. It has been fun. It we really can has. have them. We can have ten minutes of tech every Tuesday with Brandon Holcomb. I mean, that can be a segment sponsored. There you by go. There we I'm, go. I'm there we go. Just give me a little heads up. We can make it happen. Well, every Tuesday night at seven p.m. Central Standard Time, you can join us on Outlawed Ron. So you can be our first guest right out of the gate. Maybe we could bring a few. Up. Maybe we could actually get Setter like on here with his face and everything to talk. Connie would be at, Connie would have to be home to turn on the internet. So. Well, yeah, we'll we'll do it maybe a little later in the evening, but not too late. He goes to bed pretty early. Yep. Is he no, this, this, uh, 
this schedule reading contest thing is going to be kind of fun because I'm going to keep track of this. So, yeah, that. I like yeah it. make sure we get Pierce in her next time. <laughs> uh, are the outlaws going to run at Sedalia, Missouri Dream Factory poll in June? No, right? No, no, we are not. I apologize for mentioning that. I was looking at an old schedule when I, I went through the first time. No, that poll is going to be run by uh, Missouri State tractor pullers and uh, mid-Missouri mid and Missouri State tractor pullers. Uh, is running Sedalia like they've done in the past. Brandon, who has the best hair in the Outlaws? Out of all the pullers, who has the best hair? Ron, who has, out of all the pullers, who has the pullers? best hair? Hmm. We know that, well, mustache wise, it's Dusty Berry, the two wheel yeah. drive kid um, from uh, Texas, Miller. Yeah. And then once um, Novak's kid, when he has his on, it's pretty, pretty mean. So I, we're going to have, we're going to have a show just kind of the fun, some of the fun stuff. Um, Best hair? Best hair in the Outlaws. Everybody, if you're watching, best hair in the Outlaws before we let Brandon go. And we got, then Brandon's got to get inside. Ken Summers says who? Joe Moriando? Smoking Joe. He's known mm. for a lot of things, but I don't know if his hair is one of them. Mm. God, he was fun at the banquet this year. Oh, he was fun. Here, here's Jerry's uh, ten minutes of uh, tech with Jerry. He's going to talk about pulling your kill. He's really <laughs> good at that. Mason uh, Brown's son with a mullet. Oh, Summer Brown's boy. Yeah. yeah. He's got Derek Brown. Yeah, he's got the mullet, rocking the mullet. Man, I don't know. I don't know. He's got the best hair. Brandon, go go inside before you get yeah. divorced. Brandon, thank you for coming on. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. I will talk to all you later. Have a good night. See you. I'm going to bring up some banquet pictures. I'm going to find Joe Moriando's hair. You got to do that here. That's a good smoking Joe Moriando. Are we going to see him back this year in the 411? I assume. Steve Deckinger says good show tonight, guys. I got to do a pre approval here, Ron, in a few minutes, but I can. I want to do. I want to oh, get I thought you were multitasking. I thought you were like doing one right now. Was... No, I uh, I tried that once and I pre approved somebody I should know. <laughs> you pre approved them on the purchase of a brand new pro stock tractor. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to, oh, you want to pro? <laughs> I wish I could land on pulling vehicles. I'd get all you suckers. <laughs> Woo. That would be fun. We'd collapse the financial industry for sure, wouldn't we? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you thought Silicon, those Silicon Valley banks are bad? You wait till I get a hold of you guys. <laughs> it cost how much? And how much did, what? did that turbo just cost? I blew up. What? Just be like a line of credit for the farmers. Just pay me at the end of the year. <laughs> so big, thanks to all the folks tuning in tonight appreciate it. looks like we had some good numbers we did uh, we did it was fun we did we did we did so 10 minutes of tech is not a bad idea i mean you can you uh well when you just we talked about this we don't have sponsors. to do it every week but i mean when brandon's available or a tech official that uh you know maybe that's uh yeah i kind of like it I, I got a nice picture of joe and Lori here i don't i think cody took these at the banquet, Cody Vanderholm. Can you show those pictures? I'm... Yeah, I can. We're still live. I'm not gonna get fired. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know you are. Joe's rocking the mullet a little bit there. He's yeah. rocking the mullet. Yeah. 
the photo booth was a hoot this year. There's there's one of the best stashes. There's, right yeah, there. there's, there's Doc Holliday there. Yeah. There, How uh, many hits? There, there's Jerry. He's teaching right now. He's teaching. Yeah. So how many hits did that picture that you guys posted of Dusty? <laughs> it, was, he, it, was crazy. it was stupid. It looked like he was in deep thought and people were just going crazy uh, commenting on that. Do 10 minutes of tech the first show of the month. Yeah, it's not bad, Almer. Yeah, I think every week would probably be too much unless something, you know, really was yeah. was hopping. I, I think Marcus is, is, is volunteering his time, I think. Yep. As tech. Dusty Hart. Joe Bush. Is Hart sponsoring the Super Farm Class again this year? I believe so. Yeah, I think that's uh, a done deal. There is Mr. Scrappy, Mr. Dunklaw, Randy. Yeah. I was going to say Doug Meisinger for the best hair just because of the hat, you know. But. Yeah. Well, we're going to take his, we're taking the marketing to a new level when my tractor's done. It might be a couple years, but we're going to, I got some <laughs> ideas. There's Todd Speaking Bowles. of Todd Bowles, we don't need to know more than that. That's what Almer said. <laughs> Ooh, Ott's got some nice hair. That's Gage. Is that, like, is that yeah. Gage? That's Gage. Yeah. That's some sweeping uh, BG's 1980. Ah, 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 he's, he's keeping the feather alive, the feathering uh, technique alive there. Let me bring up some BG's. Let's do a comparison here. BG's. I used to feather yeah. my hair too. but No, I did too. I used to roll my jeans. That's so. been a few years ago, but. You pegged your jeans and then what was called? I, I rolled my jeans. Yeah. That was a that was a big deal here. I'm gonna bring up this. <laughs> this. Gage is gonna be one of our contestants for the best hair. Yeah, we're bringing him up here. So I think uh Harold, I gotta do this. I gotta do it. my share screen. I gotta get this set up properly. It's important. This co-host job is really kind of a big deal. I'm not gonna lie to you. Keeping you busy there. Keeping you busy. I <laughs> think images. Let's see here. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm not far off. Which one? The kind of guy in the middle you think there? What do you think, Ron? Yeah. I think that's. So so Gay Jot's one of our hair top hair contestants. You said Joe Morado, right? Somebody said, uh, Ken Summers sent that in there. Barry of Red Rock pulling team. Barry Haberhalls. Barry Red Rock. I don't have any pictures of Barry. He might be, I don't know everybody. Yes, I'm going, yes. I'm going to the micro mini poll in Union Grove, Wisconsin this Saturday. It's a national championship, so I'll be getting some oh, video cool. of that. So that's going to be fun. And then Kenzie and Chandler are going to Waterloo for the Garden Tractor Bulls. So. Very nice. Um, very nice. Mary of the Red Rock, Joe Moriando, Gage Ott. That's Gage, right? That's Gage. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Who else? Can I flip through some pictures here. That'd be a good conversation. Ooh, who's that? That's Omer. Hi, Omer. That's got a little, got a little wave. I don't know if that's top though. It's got to jump. It's got to jump at us, Ron. It's got to jump at us. Hey, there's me. Chair, Ruth, 
Taylor, Taylor have sexy hair? Taylor kind of has some sex. Doesn't he have one of those caps like my singer? I don't know. <laughs> Mark Olmet said Dave Bennett. Does well, he would really. He's always he he's always got a cowboy hat on. How would you know? There's Olmer again. Man, the banquet was fun. This guy, um, that's a Wisner promoter, I think, isn't it? That's that's Doug Ortwick. He's from Wisner, right? Doug O, yeah. He, you brought him over to the house, didn't you? Oh, there's uh, Dave Bennett here. No. No, he didn't come. But the other people from Wisner came. Yeah. Uh, no that much. Yeah. There's the board of directors meeting, right? Yep. That's Yeah, this is all Saturday morning. This is Friday night again. There's Saturday. We should do a cap, Ron. We should have a show where caption this photo, and we just put. Yeah, I was just thinking that. We sh what are what are they saying like right now? Oh, <laughs> like that's that's what funny. What's, what's he showing, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! And look oh, at Lori's face. <laughs> <laughs> this is classic. That one's asking for a caption right there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that actually on the Facebook page. <laughs> Well, it's already on the Facebook. It's in the it's in the album, but I'm going to repost it. So, Ron, I need to do a pre-approval. Yep. Cheers. This, this is the longest show ever tonight, I think. Oh, it's good, though. Brandon's a great it. guest. I think we went two hours one night. But. Yeah. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in. I mean, yeah. we kept a pretty good audience all night here. Everybody's stick, stuck around with us. Uh, Kevin did what, is Mark <laughs> Owen? <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm going to post that on Facebook before I started my pre-approval. Um. Ron, on behalf of Ron Stone, as the co-host of Out Loud with Ron Stone, we appreciate you joining us every Tuesday night. You can listen to this as well on Spy Tunes, iTunes, and Spotify. For those of you in your audio, I know a lot of people listen to this at work, um, or you know they're jamming. They just throw the old um, earphones in the way they go. So, yeah, don't procrastinate, initiate. That's your dad. Words of wisdom from the from the pops there. Good deal. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Have a great night. Thank you. See you, Ronald. Night.